Irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. I was going to say the lines, but I couldn't do it. It was laughing too hard. Sorry, there's something in my throat. <laughs> there. Got kill it. Her, kill her mommy. Yeah. Sandra, is that you? Sandra? It's not. It's not. It's not me. It's Pamela. It's Pamela. Pamela. Look out behind you. That is a hey. very small Jason. It's very shrunken. Hey there. Welcome to the gold show. <laughs> We're live. It's Friday the 13th. Woo. 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 In case you didn't guess, we might be doing a Friday the 13th movie ranking tonight. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. We're going to do one of those live rankings yet again. Ten. Yes. Ten <laughs> films in this franchise. Technically, we could do 11. Um, I think you could even go 12 if you wanted. Right. If you counted Freddy and the new Friday. Yes. Oh, the re the remake. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could, but we're not. Yeah. So. We're, we're not. We had to draw a fucking line. And there's, sand, people. Exactly. That we, we all got together and we, we drew that line very vehemently in the sand. We so have no. standards at the cult show. <laughs> Although I actually like Freddy versus Jason, but I know. love Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I love anything, that movie. Anything that yeah. gets Robert England. Yeah. Exactly. It's all because well, it's all about Robert England. That's it. It is. No, it yeah. is. It is. No question. Anyway, yeah. welcome everyone. It's Friday night. Uh, most of us are excited to be here <laughs> to do our Friday the Thirteenth count. Uh, if you're countdown. here, then you must be at least intrigued. So, maybe intrigued. Yes. Morbidly curious. I don't know. Maybe. So, anyone who liked the opening with our ha ha thing, please feel free to record that and use that as your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Give you is this two thousand and eight? Is this a ringtone? <laughs> is that? Oh, our ringtone's out now too. I don't even know that. Am I behind? Is Everybody keeps their anymore? phone like on silent. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, fine. All right, all right, all right. Um, hey, Sandra, are you drinking anything fun tonight? <laughs> I'm having a Lagunitas hop water, a hoppy refresher. Wonderful. They should like fucking sponsor us because I'm always drinking this hop water. I know. And they're local. We should really reach out to them. Hit me up. Just send me some hoppy refresher. <laughs> Anything. Caleb, what do you got? What'd you do? You did something special. I know you did. I didn't. I really oh. didn't. I, I've got a chocolate stout, uh, and I will follow that up by a uh watermelon ale. <laughs> Oh, another beer. Okay. 
So I'm just beer, oh. beer, 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 beer. All beer, about beer. that beer life. All about that beer. It's like I'm camping at uh, Crystal Lake or something. I was going to you know? say beer, pot, and premarital sex. Uh, yes, oh, please. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. You know what? <laughs> two, out of, two out of three. <laughs> I'd be fine with. Uh, too funny. All right. So I did uh, the bourbon and I did the ginger and then I added some grenadine to make it red. You can't really tell on the camera, but there's some red it's, in there. It's reading peach. Yeah. But, I was going to say it looks like fine. iced tea. <laughs> it is. It's I like lied. A peach, I, it's I, a peach iced tea. I've I never, like I have never put a, a, a bourbon past these lips. It's so. a snapple. It's a, a snapple. snapple. <laughs> it's a half and half snapple. But anyway, Sandra. Well, what, uh, we talked about it briefly, but real quick, let everyone know what we're doing. So we've done one of these little live rankings before. And basically, we did, well, we did it before with Quentin Tarantino films. And this time, this is our first time ranking a whole franchise. And what a hefty yeah. franchise it is. Like we said, we cut it at 10 films. We're going to discuss them a little bit, pros and cons, and then kind of weight them onto our list. There you go. So you know what? Cheers, everyone. Cheers, people. Happy, Happy Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Oh, jinx. <laughs> we're back. And refreshing. All right. So, hey, joining us tonight, uh, we have the Gore Gore Girls. Mindy and Laura are with us. I see them. Hi. They're there. We've got Mark from Pismo. Welcome, my friend. Hello. Hungry boy. All the way, as we discovered, from Australia. I'm not going to get into that accent again. Don't I can't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> Would not be prudent. Would not be prudent. <sighs> Macy's in the house. Hello, Macy. Hi, my friend, Macy. Uh, we got a Mage Bot R who says happy Friday the 13th. Well, hello, hello, Mage. Thanks for being around. Thank yeah. you, Mage. Put CM Cruz and uh, Doc Pretorius is back in. Hey, Doc. If you guys remember, Doc is one of our loyals at the cult film show or cult film series. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't even keep remembering track who they are. Uh, Mark Vision's Truth with us as well. Hello. Hello. Okay. That is it for now. Uh, cool. All right. For now. For now. For now. So, what have you guys been up to this week? Aside from I, watching a thousand movies. Yeah. I was going to say, this is honestly, I've not had time for anything else. This this is literally it. And then, of course, I'm always reading something for genre junkies. But this is literally it. Literally. Okay. That's it. Wow. That's it. All right. Uh, I finished Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, cool. It was no okay. spoilers. No, no spoilers. spoilers. It was it was all right. I was I was a little disappointed to be honest. But um, and then I finished reading You Only Live Twice. Um, That's right. You're much that. much much different than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I started reading uh, Anne Rice's Memnock the Devil. <gasps> so I've read it before, but, you know, it was such a long time ago that I barely remember it. So. You're reading? You read Stephen King and now you're reading Anne Rice. I love you so much, Caleb. 
Those are like two of my staples. I know, but they're two of my staples. That just brings me joy. Brings All me right. Joy. Well, I'm I'm glad I could spook you, Joy, as you say. It's spooked. <laughs> um, Rob has checked in. By the way, Rob is now with us in the chat as well. Hello, Hello Rob. Rob. Welcome Hello, back, Rob. my friend. Good to have you. Um. You know what, Sandra? I'm kind of in your in your boat. I don't think I did anything else other than just rewatching all these films. Yeah. So I could familiarize. It takes a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's no question. There's a lot and a lot of goddamn movies. And of course, and in the meantime, we're also like you know doing usual day date life in in between. Yeah. So, yes. um, uh, if you guys can, I take a quick editorial moment, real quick, to discuss uh, the Savior Cinema program that we have mentioned in the past please if you don't mind just real quick wanted to remind everyone out there who may be watching listening uh that movie theaters are uh, still in desperate need of assistance from everyone um from the government not from everyone from everyone who wants to go to a movie that's open please do so but uh the government uh is still kicking around some kind of package that they may or may not approve at some point god knows when but uh, we're going into the lame duck session, basically, for Congress now. There is um, a bill, or not a bill, I guess, one of those stimulus packages called Save Our Stages that was started by li- live venues that uh, very graciously allowed movie theaters to tack on to that. So that that legislation is now in front of Congress, and we're hoping to get that approved. The sooner the better, because like the live venues, the movie theaters are still suffocating, basically, with not having... Uh, any product and of course occupancy issues and in california we're getting rolled back so a lot of them are having to close again uh the Sucks. ones that caleb and i work for yeah we're pretty much we have four open right now and most likely they're all going to be closed within a week or two based on what's happening so anyway um you can go to save your uh save your cinema.com and there's a brand new uh, form that you can just bite and type your name and hit send and your address and it'll pre-fill it all for you but it's got that whole Savior Stages legislation in there. So it'll kick it out to all of the Congress folk that are in your territory uh, automatically. It's really easy, really quick. So if you all could do that, it means a lot to help out. That website one more time. SaveYourCinema.com. I'll be doing so, that as soon as I'm done here. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate the uh, the microphone. <laughs> thank you. And so shall we all. Yes. Of course. Yes. Like, what the hell are you even doing? You like movies? You like people having jobs? Sign really? that goddamn thing. Like, come on, let's get let's get on it. Yeah, I'm assuming that folks who are listening or watching are probably fans of film, and they probably grew up going to movie theaters. So hopefully this is the right crowd to preach to. Or not, preach is the wrong word. To beg from. <laughs> I beg. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, well... This is it then. We're up for Sandra's favorite part of the show. And you guys, Sandra's really pissed off at me right now. So she's really going to dislike this segment even more. <laughs> so just so you guys know. So for those of you good. who are watching via, well, listening via <laughs> podcast, I'm flipping Neil off. Um, <laughs> the whole time. She's been doing it the whole time. <laughs> well, now, now, two, now two fingers. Now two. Um, <laughs> um, no, I love this segment. It just is really funny because a lot of the times it's the most random yes. stuff or people that have died. Or that so too. It's, yeah, so it's just kind of a funny little segment, but 
I, just I, like always, me. Lear- a- I always learn something new. I'm a funny little man, so I have and to And I sleep I sleep better at night when I learn new facts for trivia. So Awesome. <laughs> All right. So that <laughs> brings in this week in entertainment history. <laughs> I love you, Sandra. You're the man. <laughs> she won't even say she loves me back anymore. She's really <laughs> I won't. I am mad at you. <laughs> All right. Um as we all know, of course, November 8th, uh, Alex Trebek, our good friend Alex Trebek, passed away. Uh, Sucks. Yes. So we just want to, you know, throw him a little love because I think most of us probably grew up, if not watching Jeopardy every day, at least you knew of it. And, you know, it was, I mean, it was a, a, a like, like Wheel of Fortune that was always there in your life. It was a constant. Alex Trebek was on the Golden Girls one time. Was he? <laughs> okay. Talk about so a random fact. <laughs> there, that, I your mean, first random fact it's, impo- of the day. it's important to me. <laughs> Golden Girls are important to me. They are, yeah. It's my okay. favorite show. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, on November 10th, 1969, the premiere of Sesame Street. Dang. <laughs> I like Muppets. Yeah. That's, that's Sesame, Sesame Street. Street's amazing. Yes. Their Twitter is fucking fire. Like, seriously, they have such a good sense of humor. Really? I didn't yeah. know they had a Twitter. Everybody's um, got Twitter. Okay. This, to me, was very interesting. I'm sure you guys probably knew this already, but I didn't. Um, November 10th, 1940, Walt Disney begins serving as an informer for the Los Angeles office of the FBI. You guys know what his job was? Because I Tell didn't know us. this. He was reporting information on Hollywood subversives. So basically, he was what out there. Yeah, he was <laughs> out there uh, reporting on what communism and any other things out there at the time. So I didn't know to, that. To I be fair, not. there was a there was a lot of folks that did that. Um, yeah, oh, he's not the only one for sure. Country, all over the country. Yeah, um, it's very fascinating. Very, very fascinating subject. It is. I did a little research yeah. once. I actually saw that and kind of to try and read more about that and it it, it does it it spiders and it gets very deep yeah so that's Homework. worth a whole show yeah huh. yeah okay uh on november 12th which was yesterday right yeah in 1910 the first recorded movie stunt was captured on film and it was basically a man jumping into the hudson river from an air balloon okay. by hot air <laughs> did he die yeah. I didn't say if he died or not, but <laughs> but he did it. <laughs> so and it was captured and it on was film. recorded. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, on November twelfth, nineteen eighty-two, Creep Show premiered. Little November film called 12th? Creep Show. Wait a minute. Does that mean it's not a Halloween film then? Well, I you know, but did Halloween three come out on Halloween? Right in October? I don't know. I have no idea. Usually, if it's a Halloween movie, it comes out before Halloween. I don't know. That makes me think Creep Show is more like a post-election, pre-Thanksgiving film. <laughs> okay, let's maybe let's talk pumpkin, that one out. Maybe the more. pumpkin was left over from Halloween. Yeah, they hadn't thrown <laughs> it out yet. I think because yeah. <laughs> uh, keeping on the uh, Walt Disney bandwagon, also 1940, but on November 13th which is today, November 13th, Fantasia in 1940 was released. I adore Fantasia. It's one of yes. my favorites. Okay. Finally, today, 
1935, Tom Atkins was born. The wonderful Tom Atkins. Thank God. Do, do you yes. think he came out of the womb with a stash? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yep. A stash, a trench coat, maybe. <laughs> a cigarette. A cigarette. A cigarette, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a cigarette. All right. That's it. That's all I got for this week. And Good anything. job, Neil. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Good game. Good no, game. Thank you. Uh, and then finally, new subscriber alert. We have one, a Jeff P636. Jeff P636. Hello, Jeff. Hello. I thought you were about to give us his phone number or something. I know. Seriously. <laughs> uh, okay. Sandra. Is it time? Take it. Okay. Oh, all right, people. Get ready. Here it comes. Hold on. I got to get my notes ready. All right. It is time for the main event ranking 10 Friday the 13th films. Ooh, cue the Friday the 13th fanfare. Yay. 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 Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. So we'll kind of describe this a little bit as we go for those who, who are not familiar. You'll, you'll pick it up. You'll pick it up. You'll pick it up pretty fast. So we've got to start with, of course, the original Friday the 13th. From 1980, directed by Sean Cunningham. Uh, do I have to read out who all these people are, Neil? Or no? No. In the notes? No, no, no. 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 I, okay. put, I put it there in case you guys needed some help or wanted okay. to. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> Part one, Friday the 13th. A group of teens show up to reopen uh, an abandoned summer camp at Camp Crystal Lake as the new camp counselors, of course. One by one, they are killed off by an unseen killer. Spoiler alert, it's Mrs. Voorhees. Oh, man. Rod and Jason dumps, wow. uh, jumps out of the, the lake at the end. It's a, it's a, it's a very good movie, I think. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, I think this is a fun movie. I think it's got a cool kind of whodunit mystery vibe to it. It's got some fun kills and some fun gore. I love the camp setting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why this movie was a huge hit to spawn all of these. And I think it was because this is just a solid classic slasher. Even though, you know, Freddy's my dude. Jason's just not my dude. It's fine. But um, I like Mrs. Voorhees. I always thought that was super cool. I agree. I always thought it was really cool as well. And it's funny how many people use that as some kind of trivia thing. Like, you know, like who's who the killer, the killer in the Friday the 13th, you know, and it's kind yeah. of funny how, you know, a lot of people, I don't know. I think everyone knows that now, but it gets used a lot. Yeah. Stuff, but because it was yeah. really cool, especially for the time, probably, you know, they tried to, they tried to fool oh, you. Yeah. And it's like kind of a psychological thing. She's all creepy talking in the Jason voice at the end. Yes. It doesn't like Agreed. that. Yeah, and no, I, you know, yeah, those camp counselors, they were too busy with their sex and their drugs and their rock and roll, and they didn't save Jason. Nope. So, and so it's 23 years later. He, he right? Because he died in 57, I think. That's when all this happened. It's some, yeah, it's, and it's, then I think it's yeah. 23 years later that this takes place. So, right. You got to figure, I mean, Jason at that point, then he's like, that makes him, I mean, what, how old was he when he drowned? Eight? 10? Something like that. Eight, maybe 10. So he's a, lot, he's a lot older than 
I think he looks like when he pops out of the lake at the end. He looks he looks small, like the Jason behind you, like a child, <laughs> like a child. He is a well, yeah. I kind of figure he is. I never thought about that until just just now. It kind of occurred to me for some reason. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Some, but let's put it mildly. There's some plot holes in these films, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I always liked this ending because it kind of was a little supernatural right like maybe i don't know this whole thing happening with his mom it kind of reawakened the school i liked the not not knowing and not explaining it when i okay. saw it when i saw it the first time got it caleb, caleb? nothing <laughs> um yeah i you know tom literally, savini. literally nothing you no know, yeah tom savini yay um what were some of my notes uh um, please <laughs> uh the arrow in the neck with uh yeah. was that kevin bacon kevin or, bacon like, yeah. you know comes out that's great uh the axe to the head i thought was 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 pretty cool mm-hmm. um, love that uh, i wanted to point out this movie had a budget of five hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it ended up grossing 39.7 million dollars that is a, a hell of an investment. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge commercial success. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, so good. well, there you have it. Um, I would rank this movie very high. I think <laughs> okay. it's fan. I think it's very good, and it's also our first one. It's our first one. Let's put it number one. Let's do that, producer Scott. <laughs> Thank <Done>. you. <laughs> All right, moving right along, moving right along. We have Friday the 13th Part 2. Came out in 1981. Set five years after the first film, a fresh batch of young people show up at Crystal Lake to train as counselors and are murdered off once again. This time, the killer is the beloved, treasured, and adored Sackhead Jason. Yeah, you can tell I I didn't write this. We are also introduced to the Pamela Voorhees um, altar featuring her decapitated head, which I've always been a fan of. Um, It's no secret, if you've watched this show before, I am a Sackhead Jason apologist. I love Sackhead Jason. I think he's rustic and weird and creepy, perfect for this kind of literally campy um you know out in the woods thing i i i adore this film i might like it more than the first one. Oh, wow okay uh-huh. uh, heard it here first got it so part two um was directed by steve minor who oh, yes. was he was a second unit on the first film um uh assistant, assistant director and then he directed part two uh, and he ended up going, and he actually goes on to part three as well in some other great horror films, uh, such as House, the 85 film House. But, um, yep. you know, I, I I am not as much in love with this film as Sandra may be. And so I know this is going to be yet one more, you know, whatever notch in, my, in her bedpost to take me out someday. So I know I'm tempting fate. I apologize. <laughs> but... <laughs> I have said before, I believe that Sackhead Jason and I, well, first of all, he's gaining in popularity. He gains he every is. every year. He gets more and more popular. Um, he's got figures. He's got the whole thing. This will one day be my Halloween 3 moment where I was like, yeah, I told y'all, Sackhead Jason. And suddenly everyone's like, I love Sackhead Jason. And I'll be like, 
Yes. I yep. then told you back in 2020 about Sackhead. Jason. Absolutely. We will we will agree that you were you were an early adopter. <laughs> um so am I the only one that would uh rank this higher? Yes. I, I liked I liked one better. Um I honestly I'm surprised that two made our 31 Halloween um I'm not <laughs> flex flex <laughs> So no, I, I definitely liked one more than two. So I would probably agree with that. I have to say, I think it's okay. Uh, most innovators are usually alone for a while. Until <laughs> it's the rest true. Of the no, this is true. This them. is true. No, you are absolutely okay. right there, and that is why we love you. That's why you're here. Is because we need the innovation. Neil and I are old and stupid. And you are so young old. and an innovator. So, and we, so old, you We guys. need you. We need you. Like Crypt Keeper <laughs> old. Um, part three. Things are going to start getting a little interesting now. now. Now we're cooking with fire here. Part three, 1982. This is again Steve Miner for those keeping track at home. The first time Jason wears the hockey mask, in case you don't remember part three. This is a 3D movie, and my God, is it not subtle about that at all? Everything <laughs> that can be poised at the camera will be done. Um, teenager Chris Higgins and her friends go to her old home on Crystal Lake for a party weekend, and Jason kills them. <laughs> Wait, um, what? Surprise yeah. ending. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's through the whole film. Kills them through the whole movie. <laughs> okay, I have some. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. I'm gonna let okay. y'all go first, and I'll, I'll. I will. I will conclude. Kayla, go ahead. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, so the movie starts out. We get a flashback of what happened in like one and two, I think, and then the music kicks in, yes. and it's very <laughs> disco. <laughs> no, it's funky, like, baby. It's, it's funky, super disco. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> You're back at the discotheque. <laughs> um, and although I did not watch it in 3D, I, I guess it was available in in 3D at one point. Uh, um, it was definitely 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can totally see the scenes where they were like trying to force, you know, yeah. That, yeah. that 3D perspective on you. Um, I thought the bikers and the bar was absolutely stupid. Um, <laughs> when they're like, shh. Be quiet. And then the girl's like, yeah, swinging on the rope outside. And you're like, if you're trying to be quiet, why are you swinging on the rope? <laughs> Those are fighting words, my friend, but go on. <laughs> then we're going to fight because that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the Fangoria magazine with, um, I think it was uh, Tom Savini's yes. article in it or something. That was yeah. that was a nice little touch. I thought that yeah. was kind nice of cool. Nice little touch. Nice little um, touch. Uh, the 3D eyeball. Mm. <laughs> like, pops I like out. that. Like that eyeball. That, um, because of Blu-ray, you could still see the string that it was attached to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about the, uh, uh, how about the, the, um, what's the thing he shoots at the girl's eye? The, 
Harpoon uh, or whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, know, that's, yeah. There's a heck of a string on that one. Where, <laughs> yeah. You know, but what I like is like he's on the dock and then he and there's a post coming up and he gets in front of the post and puts the gun like right in front of the post. So that oh, when when yeah. it shoots out, it's got that string attached from the post to the camera so it can shoot across. Yeah. You're like, why are you putting yeah. that in front of the post? That doesn't make any sense. But All right. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have to. But um, um yeah go ahead go ahead sandra sorry okay so <laughs> this film was about the wrong people this that this theme will reiterate again later in the series mark mark my words but okay. this film is about the wrong people this film should have been about the super cool yet small but mighty motorcycle gang <laughs> of fox ollie and loco i fucking love these three i wanted the whole movie to be about them they look <laughs> sickening they look sickening. They're funny and they're like badass. And I just, I fucking loved them. Very, very disappointing that they were not the stars of this film. Would have been a much more interesting film. Also, I was incredibly disgusted by something that maybe a lot of people wouldn't notice. I don't know. Maybe people my, I don't know, that are kind of my safe wavelength or age would. The fucking character of Shelly. Oh my god. This <laughs> incel piece of trash. So his date, Vera, doesn't want to go out with him. They were set up like a blind date on this camping thing. She very nicely and politely tells him, I'm not interested. Like, lets him down very frankly and easily. She says, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to come back in and we can talk about this. And she goes out and he's like, bitch. And it's like, oh my god. My blood was boiling my blood pressure shot through the roof i was like that's exactly the fucking problem shelly you are like an insolent man child who plays weird pranks on people that are not cool why would she want to date you sir like she's not a bitch she's being nice and honest and oh oh Mm, mm. Oh my god, I was so mad because it's like clearly Shelly's supposed to be, oh, he's kind of dumb, but he's sweet. And it's like, no, maybe if you're always the guy saying, why don't girls like nice guys? You're not a nice guy. Shelly, not a nice guy. Mic drop. I, I would agree with that. He was an idiot. Yes. For sure. For idiot. Sure. Idiot. Anyone that goes around trying to scare people for attention, you know, there's there's a bigger problem to be to be looked at. So. And his pranks were weird. They were awkward. They were super awkward. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why wasn't the motorcycle gang the star of this movie? Missed opportunity. <laughs> so Sandra, you've got you've got the chat split. There's there's several there's several that agree with you, or there's one that agrees with you that the bikers were the most interesting. This is not a Franklin moment, kids. <laughs> and there's several others. Um, most of the others that agree that say, nah, the bikers don't work. <laughs> so, yes, hungry. I'm not Mar- going to say uh, the bikers. See, see but- the bikers are random, but if the movie was just about the bikers, it would be so cool. It would. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know, part of the, oh, God, I am so torn on part three. I got to be honest with you because there's things about it that I like. And then there's things about it that I hate. <laughs> so almost like every Friday the 13th film. <laughs> but, yeah, sure. that's, um, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, but so I'm torn on this one, to be quite honest. But I like um, I like the end with um, the gal. What's the what's the final gal's name on this one? Chris. Or is that is it Chris? Uh, what is house it is? I don't remember. Is it? Yeah. 
where's my damn notes? Part three, uh, I didn't write it down. Okay, I'll say Chris. Why not? If you say Chris, I'll say Chris. That was so, the lead girl's but, name. Yeah, okay, so, that's yeah, it then. Yeah. Sorry, her. Um, I, I like, I, I didn't think her acting got even near good until the very end when she's Pretty in the barn with Jason. When she's in the yeah. barn with Jason, I finally thought, you know, the, um, the, the, um, the dire, you know, the, whatever, her yeah. feeling of, holy crap, this guy's going to kill me, is, is finally like got to that point. You know, um, suddenly she wasn't so wooden anymore. Yeah. Or, or just, yeah. Or just even like, yeah. you know, that whole scene where she's like recounting the guy in the, in the, you know, in the freaking forest that was attacking her that whole bit. I mean, it was just like, this is not how people would recount this story. They'd no. Be, they'd be crying and sobbing and they couldn't get enough breath to even finish because this guy was going to kill her. And she's yeah. just like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. And then this happened. And then, and then he got a knife and, you know. And it's like, and, and what so. the fuck does this have to do with anything? Like, I- <laughs> nothing except that at the end she could say, you, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> when he takes his, the noose off his head. So, oh, but anyway, ridiculous. Yeah. But, I, but then I like the end. Where I, I like his face reveal at the end. I like, you know, the, the I mean, the, you know. I, he, I like when he pulls himself off the ch- the noose, the rope, you know. And I, mean, I, I like that. I, I like that. So I like I like the yeah. very end part, that part there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and yeah. then there, and then there are some deaths in here that I actually quite I'm quite fond of. So <laughs> okay, a little. But, I, I get a little distracted by the weird 3D cheesiness for a lot of things, you know, and, and not yeah. just in this movie, other movies that didn't age well <laughs> right the 3d yeah but you right. gotta remember though the time they're like holy okay there's 3d is making a resurgence we're making this cool film oh I sure mean, yeah. sure 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 so and of course they weren't thinking like home video or dvd years later so i have to mm-hmm. give it up for them mm-hmm. you know and 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 for harry manfredini man for going after that funky disco rap <laughs> you know that he did so God bless him. Um, I would definitely not move three to um, surpass one and two. I, I am right there with you, Sandra. Yeah. Neil? You know, I mean, it doesn't matter at this point because two or three voted. But <laughs> if I, I, I think I would probably push us past two. Only Get out. No. Get let, out. Let, let me, only because it's got the, the eyeball, the 3D eyeball. Like a three oh, D eyeball. One eyeball does does not. <laughs> I like does not surpass Sackhead Jason. And I, and, and I like I like the final battle between the girl, the final girl, and Jason more in part three than I do in part two. Although I like part two when she pulls the chainsaw out and she goes after him. I do like that. But mm-hmm. oh, cool. oh, hey, Sandra, part two. I forgot to ask you. Um, yes. In the scene where she's under the bed and she's hiding okay. from him, and then the 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 rat comes up right and it runs up yeah. to her and then it runs away then they yeah. show the bed and a yellow liquid come out from the bed is that yeah, her wetting herself i mean it could only it could only be it's either okay. her or the rat right so here's my point she's not wetting herself when jason is like in there looking for her but no. a rat runs up to her and then she pees herself yeah she's um she's just like, like rats are Jones. scary She's just like Henry Jones Sr., who's very afraid of rats. Okay. The Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, A, that wasn't even needed. They could have just cut. It was like a one-second shot of yellow yeah. liquid coming out. It's like, why even put that in there? I know you want to show she's really scared, but then do it before the rat comes in. Because you make it look like she's afraid of rats more than she's of being killed. Yeah. So. 
That's and awesome. she is. Hello, I mean, she is. She's, she's hello. <laughs> rats are lovely. I love rats. I love rats. Um, yeah, rats are great. Um, part. Taylor's well, not. <laughs> he's anti-rat. Um, part. The four. band is fine. <laughs> oh, the, that's a great commercial <laughs> with the rat problem. That's a great commercial. Yeah. Okay, now we have 1984's <laughs> Part Four, the final chapter. Spoiler alert: It is not. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> to refresh your memory, this is the one where Crispin Glover does a weird dance in which we laugh at him, not with him. Uh, has launched a very famous GIF. GIF. Uh, we also meet the Tommy Jarvis character, played by Lil Corey Fullman in this first film. Um, and makeup effects by, of course, the genius Tom Savini. Uh, he's back for this. Jason escapes from the morgue. A group of teens arrive at Crystal Lake to stay in a house and party. Their neighbors are teenager Trish, her tween brother Tommy, and their mom. Yes. Yeah. So this is part four, not the final chapter. Um, I'll start. I'll start things off. I gotta okay. say, I think this movie is a pretty good time. I really. I would do. agree. Um, Tom Savini and Little Corey really breathe a lot of life into this film, which I think was desperately needed after the last one. This this one really needed a little more something, um, and uh, the. Okay, again, again, this is where this is going to come up again. Where I think they focused on the wrong characters. I think the house party teams sh- should have been like a tertiary thing. Not interesting. It's just kind of there. I would have really liked to see more from the Rob Dyer character, um, who is Sandra from part two. Sandra, that's my name, from part two's brother. And is there looking for revenge? I kind of liked that. I like that because, you know, kind of the whole franchise is set up on this vengeance, this family vengeance thing. And I just think that they really could have done something cool with the Rob Dyer character and kind of given him more and this whole thing with getting vengeance with his sister. And it would have fit into this kind of family saga thing. But really, you're watching the movie for Baby Feldman and some hella cool Tom Savini shit. I mean, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, okay, so part four, I'll be honest with y'all, is my favorite of the whole franchise. So Not surprised. Um, you know what? This is actually the first Friday film I ever saw. Uh, oh. And I saw it on VHS when it very first came out. So I was like 10 years old or whatever the heck that would have been. Um, and... Yeah, I, for me, I mean, I, I was lucky enough, I think, that this was the first one that I saw because I, it still holds up for me. I think it's, and I mean, it's, it holds up as much as the Friday the 13th film can. But, right. Um, yeah, I, for what you said, I man, I just, I mean, you got little Corey Feldman and Crispin Glover just being Crispin Glover, quite honestly, you know, but in a, Yeah, by the way, that's like apparently the real way he danced. And yeah, that they, saw, they saw him doing it and they were like, oh, we'll just put that in there because that's just weird. So, yeah. Fucking crazy <laughs> shit. Not Again, surprising. We're laughing at you, not with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving, I'm loving. But um, yeah, anyway, so for all the things, I love how this film starts. I love it. it's like right at the end of three. 
you know, they pick up Jason, put him in there, and then he just, boom, kicks off and starts going. Um, the pacing in this film was, to me, was better than the first ones at this point. You know, it's a little quicker. It gets going. And then once it gets going, I love how it just keeps going and going. I love Jason in this one and his, once he gets, I'm going to say pissed off is the wrong word, but once he kind of like gets that juices flowing, like I'm killing everyone. He's just busting through doors, throwing people through windows, is you know, having a good old time. So. Neil, I'm glad you brought up windows because if okay. there's one thing I have learned from this franchise, it is that Jason Voorhees fucking hates windows. He does. <laughs> yes. It's true. There is nothing. He <laughs> and you can more see it coming window. too. Is the funny thing because, like, my God, the camera sort of like pans to the side, and there'll be a window over here. And yeah, like, oh, someone's coming through that. So- going somebody's, out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody or Jason is coming through that window. Someone mm-hmm. in and out of that window. It is not going to be here in the next three nope. seconds. Right. Nope. No. Yep. So you but, have a nostalgic love for this. I mean, movie. nostalgic part of it. But again, I've watched all these films many. Not all. I'm sorry, I lied. I have watched one through seven Liar. many, many times. And number four still has always been my favorite. So through all of them. Um, yeah. And I, uh, it's kind of funny when you start, when you get into four. Yeah. When you get into four, you start getting into the, the actors who play Jason, like didn't want it on their resume. <laughs> like, no, don't yeah, put that on there. Yeah. I don't, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So um, the guy who did part four, uh, his name was Ted White. Um, I remember reading an article many, many, many years ago about him and his experience in the film, and he didn't like it primarily because they made them film in freezing weather, apparently. And that young lady that had to get into the lake naked and yeah. she gets it on the raft, you know, apparently, like, I mean, I remember they were saying, like, that, you know, she it was obviously a really cold night, but they were just like, they had to get it done. And between him and the water and her and the raft naked, it was just, you know, a horrible night. So he didn't have much fun, apparently. Not as much fun as it looks like he would have. But right, like they're yeah, he and his fellow actors were right uh, having a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that was one ma- I mean one person's account, you know, who yeah was stuck doing That's the fair. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um okay. yeah, there's no way in heck I will let part four get past parts two or one, Obviously. but I'll let it get past part three. I'll let that happen any day of the week. Okay. Well, this is also the first one I ever saw oh. as well. At, I, th- I think, again, it was, it was at a slumber party or something. But yeah. um, And like Neil says, I, I agree. It, it, it does hold up, for me, anyway. Um, it's fun. Yeah, you it's know, totally fun. Uh, it probably makes the most sense <laughs> out, of, <laughs> out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and there's some funny things that, you know, like when Rob says, he's killing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would, for me, I would move this to number one. You fucking kidding me. You guys want to move this movie to number one more so than the awesome mystery thriller that is part one even. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Wow. And also, okay. two, two, th- two, three, and four all take place within like five days, right? They all like where mm. one ends, the next one just begins again. No, well, yeah. Between two and three, God, I don't know. I think it, it's it shouldn't. I hope quick. not, because he goes from part two to three. He goes from really hairy and and you know long hair. I think, and, yeah. 
I think it is supposed three, to he's... be like days. I think it is supposed to be is like it days. days. And I think okay. I think that's all the way parts two. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, because then, uh, yeah, uh, mm, mm, it's weird. It's it gets a little. It's starting to get weird. The timeline okay. and the plot holes are going right. to start to go well, like this. Yeah, I mean, because continuity, man. He goes from skinny and hairy to bald and buff. well. Yeah, there's <laughs> so, that too. So continuity, <laughs> continuity is not in this franchise's vocabulary. Yeah, they, they couldn't pay for a. <laughs> Yeah. they try sometimes to, to stitch together continuity and it's like stop 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 All right. i can't believe you guys are moving this past to number one i it'd be my, it's my number one i i like yeah, it the most I, yeah. I would put it as number one also i would not <laughs> no <laughs> no okay. it's, it's fucking crazy okay Oh, part five. Here we go. Here we go. A new beginning. Such a <laughs> such a sweet little title. Part five. Uh, who directed this? Uh, Danny Steinman. Steinman. Yeah. Very say. good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Tommy Jarvis is now a teen and no longer played by our beloved Corey. Um, he is tormented by the mass murderers and has been in psychiatric hospitals for years. He is transferred to a halfway house where death quickly follows. The new Jason, oh, this is the end. Plot, plot twist. The new Jason <laughs> is revealed yep. as a dude named Roy Burns. Very, um, very Scooby-Doo-like. <laughs> Roy, Roy Burns. His son, Joey, was a patient at the halfway house who was killed, and he's seeking his revenge. Um Again, I kind of I kind of like this whole family vengeance thing. I do kind of like that because I I, I like that kind of legacy stuff. But um, my God, did I find this film boring? Really? I found it really? very boring. Very boring. Wow. Boring. Yeah. Didn't yeah, love it. I, Don't have a lot of love for this movie. No, you know, um, this God, I'm probably most conflicted by this one. I'll be quite honest because I remember for a long time I did not like this one i felt it was mean like just kind of mean-spirited you know and it just went for all the cheap literally like let's get the most nudity the most violence and not worry about story or anything else um the portrayal of the hillbillies i mean it's like so over the top like, i mean it's just kind of like crazy it's crazy um, y'all but at the same time now and i'm watching it now you know, yeah. I mean, I, I should I should probably add. Sorry that um, I watched, like I said, one through seven, like many many times as a child, as a teenager. So at one point, like you could just describe to me a death, and I could tell you what film it was in. You know, kind of thing. Like I knew him mm. really really well, and then I hadn't watched him for fifteen years, maybe, except for a thing here or there. You know, right? Um, but five, yeah. I mean. How do you describe five? It, it's not the original Jason, so it's kind of like we got a new Jason. You kind of want to like pick it up thing. and like pin it to the wall, like <laughs> kind of like leave it on its mm. own. Um, hmm, it's interesting. Um, Kayla, what do you think about five? I have to get my thoughts together. Uh, there's not much to say. It it, it, it had um, fake Indiana Jones in it. The, the Matt Indiana. character. The the Matt character. Oh, oh yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 as soon as he yeah. was on screen, I was like, oh, you gave Indy his hat. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, so he's not fake Indiana Jones. He was. <laughs> I just don't know what else to call him. You know, and like he had a name. And on IMDb, like his picture is from Last Crusade. You know, yeah, because like, that's the hands down the biggest thing he's ever done. Um, I, I hate. I felt horrible for doing it, but I hated the character with the the, the candy bar. You know, the one that. Oh, Joey. You know, um, you know. Can I help you? I'm really good with laundry. You know. Um, and then if the, you know, if the, the, the person who be, ends up being Jason was so upset by his death, then why didn't he come get him in the first, you know, like, yeah, you know, just, yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. It's Way weird. too many problems, uh, yeah. hands down my least favorite of what we have up on the board so far. Yeah, it can certainly. Yeah. So, um, Mindy said that apparently the the actor who plays Joey was actually um a child molester and he molested Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Oh, he oh, was fuck. one of the ones that that Corey Feldman named. Yeah, I I guess I don't know I don't know that other yeah, than he named what, he what? named a few people. Right. Huh. So well, that fuck is, that guy. Jesus. So if, if that is in fact true, and of course, if that really is in fact the thing, then yeah, obviously, um, screw that guy and <laughs> everything about him. Yeah. Oh no, I'm siding so. with Corey. I love my love that Corey Feldman. Boo. <laughs> totally. Okay, so it can stay right word. It can just stay. It doesn't need to go into a nice place on the list. Okay. Um, things are gonna get interesting again. <laughs> hmm. it's kind of like the mafia just when you think you're out this franchise sucks you back in friday the 13th part six from 1986 jason lives directed <laughs> by tom mclaughlin we like him i we like, like him. him we, we like, like him. okay so part six <laughs> jason lives tommy's still with us <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh fucking tommy new actor he, yeah. <laughs> he accidentally resurrects Jason. I mean, we're like right in the action. He accidentally resurrects Jason, who of course heads back to Crystal Lake as he is wont to do. Now Jason is more of an undead superhuman type of guy. Uh, Tommy tangles with the local police who don't believe him that Jason is back. The sheriff's daughter, Megan, um, likes Tommy and wants to help. But of course, she is but a humble camp counselor, which means she and the young people are all fodder for for Jason's wrath. Um, most importantly, Vinny is in this movie, right? That's what matters the most. That's, no, actually, um, <laughs> there. This movie is is fun. This is a fun movie. Yeah. This is a back to being fun again. Um, some legit, legit laugh out loud moments. Like where I had like a guffaw, very funny. Um, this because this movie is self aware. It's self aware. So when it's self aware, it's fun and it's funny and it's kind of we're back to being laughing with you, not at you type of energy. Um, a little bit of kind of over the top campy stuff. Um, and it just it goes down very easily. Um, some good kills, not especially gory. And I, that's another thing. I don't think this franchise is particularly gory at all. So I, it's kind of weird. It, I'm going to save this till the end. But <laughs> uh, yeah, fun, fun film. Fun film. Uh, I think it is better than four, but um, not better than one and two. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I maybe, maybe better than four. Maybe. <laughs> All right. No, I, yeah. I, no, this, is, um, this film, I, so, okay. So uh, <laughs> one of the things about Friday the 13th films that I love are the openings, the opening like sequence, right? Yes. Where it's the Friday coming through and shattering the glass or it explodes or then it becomes a mask and Friday swoops in and makes it explode, whatever it might be. This has the best opening of any of the Friday films, hands down, for me. It's got the whole James Bond-esque thing where I love the opening. I mean, the, the movie just starts out right, right away with Tommy and his buddy Haas in the car driving. They go to the thing. They resurrect Jason. The opening sequence. I just love how the film starts. Um, and I love that whole thing with the machete slashing in the blood and you know Jason lives and the whole deal and the, the music. I thought they did a fabulous yeah. job. So, I will say I admire it's um, the the fucking bravery of this film that it's like if you don't know what's going on, fuck you. This is what's happening. Right? No, like, it's seriously start, like right in there. Um, yep. I I I mean, you have to like sit back and be like, oh, I admire, I admire that in a in a film. I mean, it, it is the sixth installment. Like it should be able to do that. Right. But this is easily the the best produced. Uh, the best paced, you know, the the most t- the tightest in, of all the films. It is very Lots well made. Lots of kills, like Vinny said. It was like they wanted to kill like every ten minutes or whatever. Right, and but, that's but the thing what is, should be it should be that. But it's yes, but it's very well done. Though. The film has got a very yeah. high production level versus yes. a lot of the other films, uh, and it's done very well. Um, yeah, and it's you know, so I mean, I think it's a great film, and I love got a little Alice Cooper music in there. Yes. <laughs> You know, so this behind was, the mask. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. I love that song. So I think I think they did a, they actually did a really good job with this film. Yeah, Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> um. So the previous is he awake? film is Caleb awake. <laughs> uh, no, I am. I, I, I you know, <laughs> he's leaning um, back so he can't think as quickly. <laughs> the, the, the previous film, going new, somewhere new else. beginning, said that Jason yeah. was cremated. And then this one opens where he's in a grave uh, and then he's resurrected. Whatever. That's fine. Again, again, continuity. uh, We don't know that word around here. We don't know that word in Crystal Lake. No, no no big deal. But, you know, um, that's fine. If if you're looking for a a storyline that makes sense, you're not going to get it. So we'll just move past that. Um, I thought that the sex scene between, uh, I forget that, um, I know Court was one of them, but I Court, forget what yeah. the girl's name was, but uh, it was the most awkward. Like, awkward <laughs> like a lot of A lot of headbanging and like weird face making. <laughs> no, not okay. Uh, and then I had Court, a question Court's for you, Sandra. Face, yeah. Um, yeah. Court. Fuckboy? Is Court a fuckboy? Was Court the first fuckboy on film? Uh, we could call him that. Let's call him that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, um, Sandra explained to Neil and I what a fuckboy is. Very um, recently. They were very <laughs> new to this term. And so now I'm out looking for him. <laughs> like, oh, that's a fuckboy. Uh, he's a fuckboy. Look, look at that haircut. <laughs> Wow, uh, look at those fuckboys yeah. over there. <laughs> He's like the Holden Caulfield now. He's just like yeah. running around. 
<laughs> you're all fuck boys. So would you like to explain, Sandra, what a fuck boy is for anyone that doesn't know? Oh, I think the people in the audience know what a fuck yeah. boy is. They're very <laughs> self-aware. And if not, I encourage you to Google it. The thing is, is you do know, you do know it and you know him. You just might not know the term. Right. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, and then I also like the propeller head. I thought that was very. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. That was nice fun. Touch. That was a nice little touch. This is. Um, yeah, that, this is the, the only film where they actually have campers like show up to the camp. Finally. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Literal so, children. Yeah, yeah. Actually, show and, up, and he doesn't kill them. He does not. So mm. whether that's a, you know, you know, I I don't know. I felt bad because he kills the one gal who was like really sweet. The um, I can't remember her call her name now, but the one that helps. Yeah. The little blonde girl, like go back to oh. bed when she has a nightmare, you know. And oh right. yeah, she made me gag though because she was like, "When I'm scared, I pray." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. She 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 clearly got opened up pretty Joking. good because her blood was all over that cabin. Yeah, because so, she so, didn't pray hard enough, girlfriend. No, apparently, yeah, <laughs> apparently not hard enough, but I'm just um, teasing. She was fine. She's fine. Um, Vinny and the the sheriff they're both just yeah. like they're so unbelievably adorable they and are. again it's like this movie knows it knows what it is it knows exactly what it is and it like it plays so perfectly it does and i i yeah. really i really do love Vinny's character in this movie though he's deputy rick cologne i just love how his <laughs> yeah every every line he delivers is full of sarcasm and yeah you know he's just pretty much happy friday the 13th you know and it's just like <laughs> You know, whatever. Yeah. Just you know, oh, he's, he's it's, great. It's how it's how the cops in this fucking cursed town that should be burned to the ground. That's how they would be, right? Like, I mean, right. I, what and what was uh, what was it called? Forest Green in this movie. Forest, they changed Forest the name. Glenn, to Forest, Forest Green. Green. Yeah, Forest Gump. Like they, they changed Forest, Forest Gump. Gump. <laughs> yeah, and then goes Forest Gump. <laughs> Lake Forest Gump. So are you guys moving this round on the list? I feel like I'm way outvoted now in this. I mean. Don't feel outvoted. Yet. I do. I feel defeated. I feel. De- no, I feel utterly defeated. I would. I would move this up um, to second place if I had my druthers. So you guys um, go from there. Better than New Beginning. It's better than Part Three. Yes. Can we put it? Can we? Can we put it? I think I'll stop three? there. I'll stop there. Okay. Can we put it above Part Three? Okay. Yeah, it's above. Yeah. Okay, but I'm not happy with two this. or one. Oh my god! <laughs> people actually like two and one. <laughs> no, uh, uh, people who stick with it with the franchise, I think, would definitely enjoy six. If you haven't seen it, um, yeah. Michael's favorite. Yes, Michael's favorite. Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. Who is not with us? By the yeah, way, I, I have not seen him for two or, weeks or, in or a row. He's not speaking up. <sighs> Yeah, I'm sure if he's there, he'll watch later because I don't think he would miss. I don't think he'd miss this. Yeah. Um. Let's get real weird with it, shall we? Uh, <laughs> it's called Part Seven. Nineteen eighty-eight. Nineteen eighty-eight. Part Seven. The New Blood. <laughs> Year. Oh, who directed this? Uh, John Carl Beekler. John. Think. Years after the first film. <laughs> years after the first film at this point a girl with psychic how many years 
Um, a girl with psychokinetic powers accidentally frees Jason, who goes on a good old-fashioned Crystal Lake killing spree. Um, highlights of this film, for me, include another character named Sandra. Kane yeah. Hodder <laughs> enters the franchise. And yeah. um, the infamous sleeping bag kill another gif everybody likes that sleeping bag mm. whack yeah so um yeah oh Go on. otherwise known as friday the 13th part seven weekend at bernie's yes. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's what it's known as <laughs> but yeah no okay no i we're with you i think we're all in agreement. <laughs> we're all there terry kaiser the wonderful terry kaiser we all if you're a bernie's fan you know terry kaiser Playing yeah, the schmuck, yeah. the schmuck psychologist, whatever the hell his <laughs> title was. I don't, don't know what he was, but yeah. So, yeah. This, um, yeah. Uh, this one, this, yeah, this used to be high on my list. And then when I watched it again, I was like, this, the, this sucks. <laughs> like the acting <laughs> is not so good in this movie. Yeah. And a lot of it is like, uh, you know, but at this point, you guys, I don't know if you had the same thing I did, but I started to get like um, Friday Friday fatigue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely yeah. Friday fatigue. Oh yeah. It oh yeah. To, it starts oh, to set yeah. in. It starts to set in where you're like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's behind not someone in, in the woods again. <laughs> there's know? not enough, not enough windows in this one, maybe. Right. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Um, <laughs> I will choose to spend my portion of this segment talking about Kane Hodder. Um, I do like his work. I'm not saying, um, you know, it's the most absolutely brilliant made me fall in love with Jason, but I appreciate there's consistency from here on, you know, out in Jason's movement, his physicality, um, you know, just the takes, the, ticks the quirks the little movements of the head and everything and i appreciate that and um i mean i appreciate kane hodder for you know being kane hodder totally but um (laughs) i think that's important to note is that now we have some consistency with our jason yes yes yeah Yeah. no um I would agree with everything you just said sandra and just add that it's not kane's fault that it's a shitty movie that it's a horrible script that, um, but he's a victim. I, he's a victim. I, I wrote a note that said five minutes in, I already hate the premise. <laughs> After five minutes, taking, I was already yeah. done and I still had the rest of the movie to, to fucking get through. Um, it's a departure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my biggest question, I don't know why this is, but did they show that cat that jumps out and scares her earlier on? Not that I remember. So were we to assume that the cat was just like chilling in that <laughs> cupboard? For... In the closet? <laughs> <laughs> that it was like locked in the closet that entire time? It's the same cat that uh, scared Alice in part two. Oh, oh so it's been for a really yeah. long time. All yeah. right. Yeah. So he's he's like, screw it, this place. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. It ate, it ate every frightening rat that crawled by. And, yeah. That same cat is in, is in every episode of the, of the franchise. He kind of pops along. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful Lake. if it was all really from the cat's point of view? Yeah. Yeah. God. I would love that. Uh, and then the 
ending, like uh, using her powers to summon her dad, the ghost mm-hmm. of her dad. Like what? You ghost know, what? dad. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the inspiration oh for that God. film. Goes <laughs> okay, so um, what? What to me? What, what redeems this film in any way at all is Jason's look, because I do really, really like the scene between the ending battle between Tina and Jason when she makes his mask tighten and it pops off, and then he turns around like with that look and he's he's all you know he's pretty fucked up you know yeah yeah looks. yeah he's i think gnarly. it looks so cool i think it looks so cool and i love that scene between them with where he's got that look of like surprise and irritation kind of that you know she's able to do this stuff to him you know i kind of like that big and, thoughts for jason big thoughts for they jason. are big thoughts so and i like yeah. the fact I, I like all that i like um the burn that Ky- that uh kane does in the basement with the fireball, it shoots out and then it lights them all up. That's like, I think cool. it's I think yeah. it's a pretty good burn. I mean, it goes on for, I mean, it's edited, but it, you know, it engulfs all of him and it goes on for a while. So there's some cool stuff there that yeah. I like. But I agree with Caleb at the very end. You know, the very very end on the dock, it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, that's kind of lame. <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel that this movie needs to surpass any others on the list. Is it better? Oh, you want to put it above five? Yeah, I would put it above five. I would do that for sure. Let's we can do that. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, he's winning it's, the ugly uh, to contest. To me, it's like irrelevant. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let me. Could you put him Could it be a tie? <laughs> let me say one thing about John Carl Beekler. In case you guys don't know, he is a horror guy, and he was a special effects guy. That's um, okay. So this for him really was kind of like a a project of love. I mean, because he is a yeah. horror Aww. guy, and um. Like he did a special effects for Troll. Um, oh Jesus! Among <laughs> among other, well, Troll's kind of cool. Not, not Troll too, <laughs> the first one. But oh my god! Oh, anyway, okay. but, um, so I'm just saying, as far as like the love of the film, um, n- it doesn't translate well now. But I think he really did want to try and do his best with it, which is why Jason, I'm sure, and, again was so cool looking. In my opinion, that's where the you know the the love went. <laughs> it was like let's make Jason really freaking cool, but. Right. Yeah. Okay, I will move it ahead of five, but I'm only doing it because of Kane Hodder. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. Here, here. Yeah. Weird, I'll drink you to know. that. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I mean, I, you know, if you guys are leaving it there, then then so be it. But I would put it ahead of part three myself. But because I think Kane, it's Kane Hodder. I like, the, I like his look. I think he's really cool looking. I put it in front of three. Uh, I have nothing but respect for Kane. I mean, Neil, you and I, we met him. He is a super, super nice guy. Um, we done drank with Kane. We, 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 <laughs> where was I? You were there in spirit, Sandra. <laughs> was this was this recently? Two thousand. No, this is no. This was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Next. <laughs> so next. not in part of three? No, you guys want to put it in part of three? You hate it that much? Okay. Just checking. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, wow. Uh, wow. Sorry. Okay. Hey, chat. I mean, the, the chat, by the way, the chat is pretty much on my side, just so you guys know. It's pretty much everything. Oh, oh, okay. There's, <laughs> so, you know, they there's, can't a blame first me. Time, there's a first time for everything. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Talk about weird. Jesus Christ. This is the, this shit is 
going to get real crazy with part eight <laughs> uh, from 1989. <sighs> Jason Takes Manhattan, directed by Rob Heaton. Okay, here we go, people. Um, a graduating senior class takes a yacht cruise from Crystal Lake to Manhattan. Uh, Jason ensues. I mean, you guys, this premise is so fucking wacky. It is so wacky. I This movie was utterly confounding, ridiculous, and yet somehow also boring. So I, and I don't know, I don't know how that's possible. Um, I think my favorite part is the weird father-son struggle. Oh, that relatable time-old struggle between, but dad, I don't want to be a yacht captain like you are. And like, oh, son. (laughs) And and son, you have to be a yacht captain how I say. And it's like they try to play it so fucking dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, this movie. So it is it it of course paints New York in a horrible light. It paints urban environment in a horrible light. It paints except for well, I mean, like because the bad people in the city are like people of color and they're like all lecherous and out to fucking rape you and get you and your white woman too. And it's <laughs> it's like, oh my god, this movie's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. The niece and nephew and the what I mean, the niece and the uncle, and uh, what the fuck is happening? Someone, I need an adult. Why does the cool JJ girl who's a rock star die so early? She's like fucking awesome. And of course, (laughs) she's got to go. And if boxing is just trying to punch your opponent in the head, as shown in both the boxing scenes, then I guess I don't understand boxing because I thought it was a different sport than that. Um, I can't. I can't. I'm going. I'm leaving. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye, everybody. So, okay. Kayla, give me a second. Um, Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes a crap pretty much. Um, it's, it's called, so the very first, one of the very first things you said was they take a a cruise or, or he starts on a boat in Yacht Cruise. So it's called, it's called Crystal Lake. It's been called Crystal Lake since the very first episode. And all of a sudden, it becomes Crystal River because it ends up in the ocean somehow. Yeah, somehow. Oh, by the way, it's like fucking New Jersey or sometimes it's Ohio. I'm very confused. Hey, guy who wrote the movie, a fucking lake is an enclosed body of water. (laughs) It can't go to the ocean. You can't. That's what a lake does. It doesn't have little legs and it goes. No. it's just that so right there you're already like just changing the whole the physics of the world. (laughs) Like you're just you know changing it. So this is now, the worst plot hole, it plot is. hole movie. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, there, there, I see no redeeming qualities in this film whatsoever. I thought it was horrific and, and yeah. horrible, and the acting was atrocious. The lead, the lead guy was just. Oh my god! Oh man, he should have got the guitar in the head, and, and yeah, and let and let the guitar girl. Yes, you know, run around, but. Everything about it was so weird. And the lead girl, the niece, she's like on fucking quaaludes. She's just like, uh, like she's like a fucking zombie. So Hungry Boy has a good little thing. And this is part as well that um, he says that uh, um, 
when they, when they take his mask off at the end and you realize that you realize that mama Voorhees must have been fooling around with one of the fathers of the garbage pail kids. <laughs> so, oh my god, he's so much scarier with the mask on. Like What were they thinking when they take his mask off and he looks I mean that's what the hell? I mean, it is so bad. He looks nothing like part 7. It's uh no. It's, this movie is a no, mess. It was it was very odd. It was it was kind of like the the levity they tried to put into it, where like oh, no. the hockey mask on the billboard, and then like oh you know, come on, Kane yeah. turns and looks at the hammer and goes like, <laughs> you know, or the <laughs> cringy, or the little um, the four like I don't know if they're supposed to be like gang members or something, but. You know, when he gets to uh, Times Square and they're like, hey, we're going to fuck you up. And he just like takes his mask off and shows it, you know, shows him his face. And they like, that's cool, man. All right. Oh, my God. Like, what? (laughs) It is. This movie is actually offensive. This movie is actually Um, straight up offensive. Another note. A teacher that gives you a quill that Stephen King may have used, like. probably want something in return just saying (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that whole that whole middle section where they're on that that boat going to manhattan i mean that whole section is it's it's garbage there's nothing yeah it's completely pointless and stupid and i it yeah. It goes nowhere. There's yeah. not. Oh my god! I can't even. There's not words. They don't. There's words have not been invented yet to fucking describe. <laughs> right. So I, I also have I, in, I, I have in my notes also that and Doc Pretorius brought this up. Is like Jason teleporting. It's like what the all of a sudden? Yeah. All of a sudden, I, Jason he's just can. T- he's chasing you, and then you turn around, and he's over there. Oh, yeah. he it's teleports like, like a mother after <laughs> in this in this film. And did you he's notice everywhere? They went very Scooby Doo on this one, where like in the hallways, like someone would go through a door, then Jason would pop out another door, then they would come out through the other door, and then Jay- it's like a whole Scooby Doo doors, you know, <laughs> yeah. closing thing. And what about just the the notion that every night under New York floods with toxic waste, right? And right. and like and they're just everybody's walking around just fucking fine. Yep. How did they get out of the sewer? How does any of this happen? Well, I mean, like, they're lucky they didn't run into Chud. I mean, that's what happens in New York. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I really so. wanted to, I really wanted the turtles to show up. Secret of yeah. the Ooze, like the show up, start cracking. someone. Oh, yeah. Splinter is in this movie drinking toxic waste. Though, so I guess <laughs> that's, that's right. the, the actual him, origin. Though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and the and, dog. And the, yeah, I the, love the, the dog. Scene, but the dog. Go ahead. Sorry. I love the dog, but it's so fucking ridiculous. I mean. Yeah. The death you scene can't for try the, to win us back. Yeah. No. For the for the the teacher, the guy, is that whatever he is? Her the, uncle. The, her uncle, the spot yeah. dad, whatever he was. <laughs> but I mean it's like yeah. I mean, it was so stupid. It's when he's fucking lying lying in a pile of shredded paper. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this movie is so absurd. This is probably the worst. This is the worst. This is the worst. Uh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. Oh, Mark. All right. Go ahead, Scott. I, I have to know who did the makeup for this film? Because I feel like they just gave up. There is no blood, up. no gore, and they don't show three There's quarters nothing. of the deaths. No, they they yeah. don't. They don't show any deaths. It's all like fucking cut. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know. The be- well, that uh, honestly- could just be, though, that they had to edit it down to not get an X rating. Which- By showing nothing? 
They yeah. show literally nothing. Yeah. I know. I understand that. But yeah. um, okay, but a lot. A, I know a lot of these movies had to be edited down to, and and I think this one was really, um, yeah. Yeah, but I, point I think to that's the giving captain, it was the captain leeway. who had his throat slit. It's yes, like it's oh just like God. a line of red like <laughs> eyeliner across his neck, and he falls <laughs> over. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. It's true. There was no blood came out. Yeah. No, there's no blood in this movie. There's nothing. There's nothing in this movie. Oh my god, I hate it. I'm getting so angry. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. This this film it was it was an insult, quite honestly, to Friday the Thirteenth fans. And it I apologize, an Laura, because Laura says she likes this movie. <laughs> but, oh honey. I mean, oh sorry, honey. But no, the best no. thing about this film was the marketing, quite honestly, because they had some pretty cool like marketing with the poster of "I Love New York." And Jason cutting, you know, slashing through oh, it. Oh, sure. Or they sure. had some cool things like that done that got you excited. But then the movie itself, of course, was just a steaming pile. A so. toxic waste that makes yeah, you young. Tox- yeah, that makes you young. <laughs> it makes you turn um, into a little boy. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so weird. Some ex- was they pulled so some weird. existential ending that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like made so much sense that they completely ignored it in the next yep. one. <laughs> yeah. They were like, no. Speaking of the next one. Speaking of the next one. Speaking of. Things are about to get fun. So <laughs> part nine, Jason goes to hell from 1993. I had not seen this movie until this week. And I was, you know, I'd gone my whole life thinking that this movie was actually about Jason going to hell. <laughs> so sorely disappointed in that he does not go to hell in this film. Uh, not how you want. Okay. Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Not quite, but we're getting closer. <laughs> Jason becomes a deadite. I mean, that's what's really yeah. important here. Um, Jason gets resurrected again, only to be taken down by the FBI. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, Disney did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Disney called in a favor. So this movie is ooh, ooh, god, this movie's all over the place. There's things that I love about this movie, and there's things that I hate about this movie. The plot holes, you could drive the USS Lazarus from the last film. You could drive that yacht through these <laughs> plot holes. I mean, you want to talk about your teleporting Jason. This movie is like all exposition. It is it's a mess. It's a mess. But at the same time, I like the mess. I like it. Um, Bounty Hunter Creighton Duke. <laughs> okay. I guess they were like, well, we've gone nine parts without having a magical Negro character. So let's just throw that in there. Um, he was an odd odd man because at some points i'm like oh i like you and then other points he what the fuck was the breaking the finger scene what even was that not to mention then his fingers magically heal so i can't i can't now i do know they were just sprained they're just sprained um the incomparable gift from god leslie jordan is in this film love him love the whole staff of the diner i love the final battle in the diner it is (laughs) epic very sad when Leslie dies, though. If you do not follow Leslie Jordan on, like, social media, you are doing yourself a disservice. He uh, magically appeared on Instagram during lockdown, and he is just, goddamn, that man is a treasure. Um, 
I will say this movie, again, knows what it is. It knows totally what it is. It's completely self-aware. It was, you know, the Necronomicon is there. He is mm-hmm. a deadite. It's a whole It's a whole thing. Again, the plot holes, the weirdness, the incongruity is obscene. But I love it. I don't know. Am I just like Stockholm Syndrome at this point? <laughs> I love yeah, it. I, think you it's know what? Jason. I'm, I'm with you too. Like, I don't know why I liked this one. Um, but I did. After saying all the things, I'm talking all the shit I have about all the previous ones. Like, <laughs> like for whatever reason, like uh, I wrote, um, now that's how you start a film. Cause I thought that was like stupidly oh wonderful. Um, yes. With the 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 FBI just unloading on him and like (laughs) calling in like air support, dropping bombs on him, and (laughs) so over the top. Um, But it did, it did kind of have like an Evil Dead feel to it, kind of. Where it's like, you know, where it's not, um, you're not supposed to take it serious. Um, Besides the Necrocomicon, you had like the crate um, from Creepshow in it. There yeah. was a Jaws reference in it. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like there was something else, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I enjoyed. Oh, uh, K and B did did the special effects for all of this, and they just like the ratings board didn't seem to have a problem with any of this. You know? <laughs> um. Yeah, I love the cute little thing that lives inside Jason. Though it's hilarious to think that's been in there the whole time. Um, I would totally adopt it and feed it kibble and love it forever. <laughs> and it was so cute. Um, oh my God. There's a magical knife. Like there's so much, there's so much. Yeah. It's like, they just didn't care about anything that's happened before. And they're like, um, it's now in the evil dead universe. That's yeah. all. That's, that's a good all. point because yeah. the knife is like the same one in part two, the knife in part two. Yeah. 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 Um, I, you know what? I don't. I don't like this film as much as you guys. I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like I. I yeah. To, I don't know. To, to me, it's. I love the references, like you said. To the, the Necronomicons is as plain as gold sitting right there, and yeah. Um, and of course the crate. Love the crate. You know, kind of thing. But I thought the, again the acting I thought was atrocious in the story. Oh, it's so bad. Just kind of didn't. I don't know. Didn't kind of make much sense in any. No, it doesn't make no sense. It makes no sense. But I do like that they were trying to have fun with it. But I just I couldn't get over the the acting. I think you know, and John DeLamay, who was the main guy in it, of course, was in the TV series Friday the Thirteenth. So by the time this came out, I had already known him from a couple seasons at least of the TV show. Never seen the TV show. Okay, if you like this film, maybe you should watch it because it's. It's about it's about uh, antiquities that are all cursed, and and oh. he, he and a couple of people have to go and get them all back from the you know when they're sold off from people basically. And every episode is them getting the new antiquity and the evil that it does out. So in the it world. has nothing to do with Friday the Thirteenth. Nope, it's, uh, it's just a marketing thing. It, well, yeah, Frank Mancuso Jr., who produced the last few f- number of films for Paramount, he owned. Yeah. So he because he had those rights, he. So I'm gonna use this name that is a is a marketing machine and call right. my new sitcom or my new series the same thing. And Ooh, go off of that. God, that's you could do a whole whole talk about the marketing rights behind this franchise too. That's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, that's, you a, could. that's a that's a whole thing. Um, I think part nine is better, and then part eight. 
part seven. Maybe not better than part six, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm agreeing with you, Sandra. Uh, looking at the list, uh, I would not put it above past. What is it? Part seven? No. What did you what say? What is it, producer Scott? <laughs> oh, I would put it past part eight. I would put it past part seven. I probably wouldn't put it past part six. Yes. Wait, what? Oh, you're saying uh, okay. I'll go up. I'll go up the list for you guys here. It, okay. Uh, I just lost my list. Okay, it's better than takes Manhattan. Yes. Yes. Better than New Beginning. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> better than New Blood. No. Which one's New Blood? <laughs> part seven? seven. Oh my god. Oh, it's better That's than seven. seven. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, it's better than seven. Yeah. Better than Part Three. No. 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 Yes. You've already stopped, Neil. You have no more vote. (laughs) Caleb, I missed yours. Is it better than part three? It is not better than part three. Okay. Stops here. Um, Last but not least, my God, let's get through this next entry as quick as possible, shall we? (laughs) From 2001, Jason X, a.k.a. Jason 10, a.k.a. Jason Goes to Space. Space camp. Jason goes to space camp. The year is 2455. Jason ends up in a goddamn spaceship. (laughs) Um, This movie sucks. This movie sucks so hard. Another ridiculously uh, silly, silly plot, yet somehow manages to also really drag and be boring in places it's disgustingly misogynistic. Um, you want it to be something that it's not. It's not self-aware. It starts out like it kind of might be, and that quickly fades. Um, he turns into like weird cyborg Jason, where he kind of looks like Shredder, and that's another Ninja Turtles reference. Um, <laughs> I just, I can't throw this movie in in the garbage. Throw it away. <laughs> wow, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> But it had David Cronenberg in it. Yep. That is the one redeeming part of this movie is that he plays on screen for literally 30 seconds. Yeah, that's all I have to say about so that. So I that's crazy. It's funny. I actually like this film more than nine. I thought I thought it was it was a, yeah, it's a completely ridiculous idea, but I found it it's more not entertaining. Nine is so self-aware. This one takes itself really seriously in parts. I don't know. You know, to to to, to put Jason in space, I don't think you're taking yourself seriously. I think you're. <laughs> but they do because they turn up. him into this cyborg thing. I know they turn I, him into an to a freaking rideshare driver. I mean, he's Uber Jason. <laughs> so I mean, I get it. It's like <laughs> I got it. I got you. But, I got you. I was like, uh, he doesn't drive. <laughs> Oh, no, it's so, I mean, the whole premise, the whole plot is so, so ridiculous. And it's not fun. It's not fun. I thought it was. Once they got in in this space, I thought it was fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not putting this above, I mean, you know, very high up, but (laughs) I I, I thought they, I don't know, to a point it had, it was fun. It was more fun for me than than nine or or for sure than eight. No. No, it needs to stay. It needs to stay in the trash. In you the put a dead trash last? heap. 
Uh, well, I mean, I don't. I guess I technically like it more than Manhattan. Okay, uh, but, at least give me that. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. At least Manhattan, I kind of like. I laughed a lot through the movie, like at it and like making fun of shit. This one, it just like I said, sometimes it really like drug on and on. So I kind of lost my momentum for for ribbing it through the movie. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely not as much ribbing because it was, yeah, not not as much to rib, I guess, in that regard. But I don't know. Caleb? Pointless money grab. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't actually watch this entire movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're so you're so lucky, Caleb. Um, I did like go through and I watched all the kills, and um, you know, there were some interesting ones. You know, the the cryo face smash was you know that's an interesting way to to kill that someone. one is that the cryo um, face smash is cool. The the. <sighs> I guess I would question why there's a, a like a screw just like there, you know, when he throws the guy over and then he spins around on the screw. Oh like yeah, he gets <laughs> screwed. Like, what what yeah. is that? <laughs> Serves a major function on. Um, space and you kind of have to give it to the entire series for finding inventive ways to to keep killing people. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So this kind of, I really like, I, I have questions. I have questions for the diehard fans of this franchise because I don't think it's possible to be a fan of all of these movies consistently because they're like, they get so different from time to time. So is that what like people who are like, like how Freddy's like my, our favorite slasher and people who like Jason is their favorite slasher. Is that what you like about this? Is that it's not, consistent and i'm not trying to be facetious i'm really trying to understand like why that is and sometimes the movies are not very gory at all and it's like okay so there's no story per se in some of it there's no gore per se um i still think freddie has i mean i know we're not comparing the two but freddie has like really cool kills jason goes through windows a lot i I don't know man i'm confounded by this as a franchise i literally am like it's like a rubik's cube and i'm like i can't i don't i can't get it to match up i don't understand right i don't know yeah i could say maybe i mean part of it you know i mean this franchise was one of the film the franchises that got a huge amount of heat from the 80s parents and and the and the Morton Downey Juniors and and the whatever religious rights that were saying you know all these these slasher films are ruining our children so I'm sure there was a lot of pressure on them from the MPAA about what they could show and not show um, clearly they got away with a lot more and say like part five versus when they started getting into six seven eight you know whatever yeah. at that point but um, I would think a lot of the hardcore Friday fans. I would. I can't say for sure. I would have to imagine at seven, like eight and above, is kind of where their their loyalties start to start to dwindle. You know what I mean? Because they're just not they're not good representations of I think the the, the franchise. Um, I like that the end of nine. We didn't even talk about this. Got the Freddie, Freddie glove. Yep, yeah. love that. 
Yeah. That's a new um, line. That was new line took over the, the franchise. And, and you know, Neil, I've producer Scott told me this is we really should have included Freddy versus Jason because they conceptualized that film so early. Yeah, yeah. like in 1989. So we really should have included it. Well, can I can I tell you one little thing from my youth? So please. When I was just a, a young and I had my walls in my room are completely covered in all horror paraphernalia. And, and Garfield and, and Alf. <laughs> it was all horror stuff. The Garfield and Alf, sure. Alf or you know, more, uh, whatever, just, you know, little stuffed animals <laughs> in my bed. But anyway, um, and I had, though, I had a little thing in my wall that was the Jason mask that they made. It was all white, made in some crappy plastic. That was the only thing you could get at the time. And then I, and then I, and then I made a makeshift little Freddy, like a finger, like a knife kind of thing. And I taped it on the mask and I wrote Freddy versus Jason. And I had that like on my wall, this thing back in the, you know, the, again, the 87, 88, somewhere in there, probably. So it was something that I had been championing, championing for. <laughs> so for you a want like, time. you want like credit? You want like a producer credit? I, I like... think at least associate producer. I mean, at okay. least okay. so, but story by perhaps I was, I was one of those kids writing in saying you make Freddy versus Jason on your typewriter. <laughs> I couldn't afford a typewriter. I had to handwrite a letter. Oh, to give to the carrier pigeon. That's right. No. Anyway. Well, I read that part seven, uh, the new blood was supposed to, or that's what they, they wanted that to be Freddy versus Jason. Um, I think Paramount still had it really, uh, had the Jason rights right. at the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they just couldn't work out a deal. And then, so that's why they worked out the whole telekinetic psychic I mean, that's the the next logical step. Next (laughs) logical step, of course, in the evolution of the series. Um, I'm so. Do we have a list? Do we have a list? Uh, Did I know we didn't say where X goes yet? Yeah, where does Um, X go? And I, I would put it above Manhattan and have it stop there. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would rather watch Manhattan and laugh than watch this. And cry. Okay. I would go above Manhattan. All right. I'd probably go above New Blood, quite honestly. But <laughs> since I didn't actually watch it, I feel bad. Okay. You don't <laughs> need to do up, not feel you know, bad. Don't feel too bad. too high. So um but I can't imagine it being uh worse than Manhattan. So I'll I'll put it above that and and let it let it stop there. Okay. So that's a list. There you have it. All right. We got a list, people. <laughs> so a list has been made. Scott, this can Scott read them off? Did you not want to? Get on there. <laughs> oh, it's on the screen. Okay. Oh, that's true. Okay. So you can see it, so we do not need to read it off. <laughs> All right. So part one, I can see. It. Uh so read it for one, the pod people. Then yeah, for the pod people. Number one. The final chapter. So Friday, part four. Um, number part number two was part one. Friday the 13th, the original. Coming at number three was part two. Sackhead made it number three. That's pretty good, considering. Keep keep it alive. Uh, number four position is Jason Libs, which is part six. And number five is part three. 
in position six, Jason goes to hell. Really? Wow. How high up it made it. <laughs> okay. Good for you, Jason. The self-aware Jason goes to hell, part six. Uh, in the seventh <laughs> position is Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. Uh, in part eight is part five, a new beginning. And then number nine is Jason 10, <laughs> Jason X. And then finally coming in dead last, Jason takes Manhattan. Right where it should be, if you ask me. In the gutter. Uh, they're, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'd rather laugh. I'd rather laugh than cry. Laugh than cry? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. There you have it, people. Friday the 13th. Um, <laughs> just like Charles Dickens, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> I, I wrote a few notes after everything, like, you know, uh, my my thoughts just on the series. Final yep. thoughts. Go for it. I kind of so, said mine. So one of them had already been brought up, uh, but I wrote, Jason is Nightcrawler from X-Men because he can teleport, basically, <laughs> and be where, wherever he fucking needs to be. You can be running, and he can be walking, and he's still going to be, you know, right yeah, next yeah. to you at some point. Yep. Um, second thought: Why do the bodies that he puts up above just suddenly fall right when the final person <laughs> is right yeah. there? Um, it's a, a Rube, Rube Goldberg, <laughs> yeah, device. It's like, yeah, uh, staying there, staying there, staying there. Person gets there. Up oh, now, the body's going to fall and, and try to scare him. Yeah, I found that very odd. Uh, Lastly, um, Crystal Lake Police Department, Sheriff's Department has got to be the worst fucking <laughs> police and sheriff's departments. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants that job. Nobody wants that job. I mean, they are awful. Why are people <laughs> they, still they really living are. in the town? Why are people still living there? That's a good question. Why are they still there? <laughs> Why are they still there? It doesn't make sense. Like, how is there even a town left? <laughs> Everyone's really? dead. You oh, live there, already... you die. You visit, you die. <laughs> it's got a death curse. <laughs> um, so, hey, real quick, can we give it up, though? I think uh, one of the best things about the early films, at least, is the score. Frank Mancuso, or Frank Mancuso, sorry. Harry Manfredini, uh, I think, did a pretty damn good job with the score. There's some good, there's some good Absolutely. score. Yeah. I think there's some, some really cool stuff in there, for sure. Agree. Um and yeah, I mean, otherwise, the one thing I, I can say that annoyed me through a big portion of this series was how many times the camera would be behind someone in the woods and take forever to get up to them for the kill. Like it was, you know, it's kind of like that whole the person oh. the person is going to take a pee. The person is in their tent. The person is bending oh, yeah. over to look at whatever. And then the camera's behind them slowly going. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. There's Please. also plenty of times where people could have moved and not died, but they chose to stay there and wait for their death to slowly yes. approach like, them. Like, yeah. like in the omen, yeah. Like in the omen. <laughs> like in the omen. <laughs> but, in the omen. But and also, a, you know, Jason goes clomping around, like clomp, 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 and you oh, hear you him. Can, yeah, and then you can suddenly hear him coming. he's in the forest on, you know, leaves, and, and you know, like you said, Neil, they're yeah. they're bent over looking for something and have no idea that he's walking right up to him. You would at least think it's a fucking bear. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, true, but anyway. <laughs> Like I said, the Friday fatigue, when you watch all these films so close together, they, they do kind of become a little cumbersome. It's a, it's a little brutal. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but hey, um, but for anyone who loves these films, Sandra, you should quickly go buy that <laughs> 16 disc set that Shell Factory just put out. Because oh, why got, the hell not? Buy it. Yes. Buy it. It's got all kinds yeah. of films, 4K scans of the original negatives, a bunch of extras, everything else to it. It's got a lot of um, new uh, behind the scenes stuff in there. So, if, and if anyone wants to get it, it's going to be in an affiliate link below <laughs> tomorrow morning. Yeah. So, go check it out because that, sure. that will it'll help pay for you know our therapy sessions. So, <laughs> it's all be good. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. All right. What do you guys think? Wrap well, it. Well, yeah. I, th- I think we've made people unhappy with our list, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I'm one of them. I <laughs> I got outvoted left, right, and center. It's a bummer I, for me. I, it's it's a okay. Friday the Thirteenth bummer. I feel left out also, so it's okay. Or you know, like I didn't, you know. So we're walking away unhappy, which means it's a fair list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like I said, it's the it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's so much. There's so much in this franchise. There's so much. All right. Yeah. I guess that's it, right? Should we roll credits? Let's go. We did it. All right. Let's go. Home. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. The culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.